Am I not loud enough for you, Matt? Do you need me to yell? Is this better, Matt? Yes. Hey, can okay. You, can you, quiet, you, happy, can you quiet down over there, please? I mean, okay, Garrett. Jesus. <laughs> being so loud. Sorry, Daddy. That's right, baby. That's right. That's clipped. <laughs> you can't even clip anyways. That's... Clip it. You're too late. It's not too late. It's the last 30 seconds. Blah, 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 blah. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 209 of This Week in MTG. Your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. Over there we have Danny. What's up? We got Big G in that corner. Hey, hey. And we don't have Anthony because he is a grotesque, bumpy boy tonight. We've downsized. <laughs> we got the one and only Casey. Hey, I'm here. Local pioneer aficionado. I love it. Ready to talk pioneer with the, the, the new Ixalan that just came out. So get hyped for that when we jump into that part. But uh, we're, we're all excited that you decided to join us here. Got to take a moment at the top of the episode to... Uh, Thank every one of you for listening. It's greatly appreciated. We love it a lot. Uh, also got to give a quick shout out to the patrons of the podcast. Their support helps uh, contribute to keeping the thing up and running, buying packs, paying for shipping. So thank you, Wade, Mew, The Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, KCB. Hey, here hey. I am. I made it. Taylor M, Ricky R, Chris O, Coco. Uh, obligatory check out the Aquarium Guys podcast. We got Chapman, Ranger Dan, and Crazy Mage. Thank you to each and every one of you. If you're entertained by or are enjoying the content we're producing, you don't have to be a Patreon to support us. Go to the podcast app that you're using right now to rate and review us. That helps tremendously as is. Uh, one of my favorite ways, though, that you can help us out is just by sharing us. Word of mouth, telling your LGS rival, your family, your grandma, all that stuff. We love that. Word of mouth. And we'd be remiss if we didn't mention our LGS sponsor, j Sports Cards and Gaming. Speaking of, let's hear an ad from them now. j Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening? J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now with all that podcast business out of the way, let's move into our episode's breakdown, where I will take a turn at showing you what's going to be happening on this week's episode. So... First up, we'll have any uh, podcast updates if we've got any. Doesn't look like we do, so we'll keep strucking along. Matt, Matt remembered to hit record. Matt did remember to hit record, so that's yeah. good. 
All right, and then we've got some event results along with a sugar and salt report. This is the point where we will talk about some fun pioneer stuff with our good friend Casey over here. And then we'll talk about some of the upcoming events that we've got coming on, a big one, and then a big one for us here at This Week in MTG. And then we've got some news topics. We've got a quickie for you, and then we've got some longer topics, including some pixelated cones. We'll talk about those later for you. If you know, you know. A little teaser. A little sweet treat, if you will. There will be no nip slips. And then the question is, Casey, have you gotten a chance to uh, read the weekly winners article from... from, MTG Socks. Yeah, MTG Socks this week yet? I haven't. Beautiful. Matt gets a break. I'm excited. Um, So we'll do some financial conjured currency news. We'll, uh, you know, talk about some MTG TCG sniper, maybe a fun resource or something for you. And then that's the end of it. You can go home. It's done at that point. Not right now, but later. Released. Yeah. So anyway, since Matt's looking up stuff and... Wanted to get off topic right away, and Danny was starting to fume at the gills. I was just trying to fix a command. Oh, sure. Anyway, let's get into some salt and sugar report. Matt, you want to go first? Uh, sure, yeah. So, uh, fun fact. We play on Saturdays. We like to do that, uh, some commander games. And as we were waiting for everybody to round up, I was looking through some of my cards. I had a deck box. This this deck box right here that was up there, I thought it was an uh, it was a un in, uh, uncompleted deck that I still had to like get a lot of cards for. Mm-hmm. I decided to just open it up and look through it as I was chatting with Chris O from New York, and I noticed that I had the extra cards like put in there and all the sleeves already. So I just have to had to add the twenty cards, and I'm like, oh snap, this thing is almost ready. I bet it's been sitting on this shelf for months, being this close to being ready. <laughs> so uh, I. Got it all together, and it's my Thrax Mundar Party Hard Shred Harder version, mm. uh, yeah. which is the Grixis four six six haste when it attacks. Defending player sacks a creature whenever an opponent sacks a creature. Put a plus one plus one counter on Thrax Mundar. He's a beat stick, mm-hmm. and so the, the the deck is called Thrax Attack. And yeah, so th- there there's the sugar with that. I had a deck sitting that I was able to play with right away on Saturday. And it was great because the deck was doing what I thought it was going to be doing. It's very battle cruiser esque. Oh, yeah. it's Grixis. It takes a long time. It's a fucking seven mana commander that you're dealing with. Hey, we got Nomad in the chat here. Danny, drink. Fuck off. <laughs> okay, I'll drink. You gotcha. <laughs> All right. So, some sugar. Uh, I wasn't finished yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's my sugar. Fucking smacking face with a Thrax Mundar here because you decided to come in with your fucking Animar deck. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa here. Whoa. <laughs> Listen here, buddy. PG-13, bro. I just... We're not a family I just got show. The, I got the deck together and I wanted to play it. Yes. Yeah, perfectly fine. But just you, like you, but, sir. But when you see an Animar, you know you got to fucking keep that thing you down. You got two other opponents. Yeah, two other opponents that are very easily manageable. First off, the one was playing a burn deck. That one did a lot of fucking damage. Goose was... Yeah. He did like, what was it, 20, 26 damage? 26 damage to all of us. In Jeez. one turn. In one turn. There you go. And he didn't even fucking attack. And yeah. you still had the gall to come after me. Yeah, so <laughs> Animar. Uh, I had, not not Thrax Mundar, I had Solkanar out at the time. He's uh, Solkanar the Tainted. 
Crixus two five five at the beginning of your end step, you choose one of four options that haven't been chosen before, but that doesn't matter at this point because I had an Umazawa's Jite out as well that I equipped with the Solkanar. <laughs> uh, Solkanar attacks, get some counters on it, and Garrett had his Animar at two. I removed the two counters to kill the Animar. The first time. First time. Yep. Second second roundabout, I had Thrax Mundar out. Helm of the Host cast and equipped with that. And then I swing at Garrett, who has three creatures. Animar. I can't remember the other two. But you sack the other two instead yep. of the Animar. And I swung at you for 16 damage. Yep. I took I, it like a fucking champ. Sack the two other creatures, kept the Animar there. And then I still killed the Animar. Yep. I can't remember what I did. No, I think Chris O killed it. Did Chris? Yeah, I think he did something that. Oh, was that the burn the spell where he like burned it with the uh, the deal two two damage two mana yeah. deal four damage, but it dealt so, eight. Yep. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> yeah. So sugar is obviously we got we got to play some, and if you guys are picking up on that, um, I got another deck completed. Um, have some proxies in it still because I'm waiting for those cards to get there slash to find them in either friends collections or you know bite the bullet. See, I've been searching for cards a long time, too. <laughs> searching. Your those, search I think will never end. It's a never-ending story. To, to those that uh, aren't watching, there's some finger quotes going up right now. No, because, there's not. Mainly because Danny will not buy the cards unless he really wants to. Basically. I think so, Walmart's having a sale on uh, magic cards Walmart. right now. No, they're having a sale on printer ink right now. Ah, there we go. That's yep. why I got confused. Yep. One in the same. I don't have to worry about that. Matt's my printer. <laughs> Matt's my printer. Um, but yeah, so I got another deck completed. So I think I am now at, I think I'm at 24 done. So I'm creeping. I'm getting there. My goal is to get there in the next month and a half. It's ambitious. So I've got, well, my, my goal was get all 32. And then summertime, I did zero building. Mm. So three months of no building. Um, mailbox will be full right but the salt of that is obviously Matt keeps kept forgetting that he had two other opponents rightfully so I kept attacking you because game two when I had the kill on your fucking (laughs) Anabar you come with crocodile tears be like daddy don't hurt me again no no, the exact way it went was Garrett how big is your Anabar is it three no it's toughness is leave me the fuck alone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it apparently worked because you left me the fuck alone. Yeah, because between all that, you're like, I, there's other opponents, that whole shtick. I felt bad, and I feel bad because I could have killed the Animar and fucking made us all live because after that, you just fucking... Oh, I slapped your cheeks. There was a hard. lot of damage, a lot of casting spells, putting counters. It, was, it wasn't well, the second it, game that you had hardened scales. No, the right? second game I had second. hardened scales, so and the then game. I had... Uh, Boring clicks. Boring clicks. Yep. With Animar. Where it was basically like, oh, cool. My Animar gets one. It gets two. No, it gets four counters every creature I play. Yeah. Hmm. And the thing is, is I had a way to kill that Animar because I had. Um, you had the. I had Jeet again. Yep. I had Jeet. I didn't shuffle well. Nope. But I had Jeet again. And I could have killed you that fucker. Cheating son of a bitch. Coming from you who had an Animar again. <laughs> <laughs> it's my goddamn commander. Excuses. I always have it. Excuses. <laughs> It's like I put it off to the side just so I could play it. There we go. He admits it. God damn it. All right. So this is where we are at. We are at the point where our dear friend Casey gets to have his sugar report. 
Oh man! Of all of the new Ixalan stuff that are coming out and get to affect the Pioneer <laughs> format. So, Casey, what do you got for us? So let's start off uh, with a card that I can't pronounce. A great way to start is always stumbling. Mm-hmm. I've always said that. Hey, do what you got to do, man. Amelia Benavides Aguera. I think. How do you spell that? A M A I L A L I A L B E N space B E N. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, so Ward pay three life. It's a white black two two. When you gain life, Amelia explores, then destroy all other creatures if its power is exactly 20. Which seems weird because you're like, when is its power going to be 20? It's a 2 2. Um, but the whole idea with this card is it seems like it was printed explicitly to make a combo with Wild Growth Walker, which is whenever you explore, you gain three life. Um, and they go hand in hand because you're gaining life, then you're exploring, and then Amelia gets the 20 power, wipes the board, potentially swings for 20 and wins on turn three if you have a way to gain life on turn three so you play her on turn two wild growth walker on turn three and then gain life somehow in this weird abzan pile of cards and then swing at your opponent to win the game assuming they haven't gained life which is uh, pretty fair on for pioneer no one really gains a lot of life that way so I, I do think that there are a lot of people that are interested for this combo yep. because they're looking at well, Abzan builds for this, and Abzan has no problem with life gain. Uh, you know, if you just have like the one drop lifelink vampire there as mm-hmm. one way to like trigger that by turn three, if it survives. Uh, I don't know all the the avenues that were reached into this, but there's some possibility for this. To I mean, just just like a one turn combo that you need these two pieces out, and they don't even have to like interact. Yep. You just got to gain one life. Hell, you do uh, turn three, cast the symbiote, and then play a ta- one of the, the the tap lands that gain a life and mm-hmm. stuff that then triggers everything to go off there. Yep. And that, yeah, it is pretty crazy. It, it finally feels like they printed a card for Pioneer to make an archetype that never was happen, which is fun. Now, the question is, how is this going to... I don't think it's fair to compare it to, like, Greasefang, but, you know, in the Abzan space, yep. it, gives, it gives players... A different flavor to choose from of your Abzan, then. Yep. So it's like, oh my God, hold on. Abzan, Siege Rhino combo with this. Siege Rhino gains your fucking life. It does. It does. You know, turn four, you could get there. It could definitely go in that deck. Holy shit. It's it's there. You just have to build it. Are, are, are we going to be talking more about Siege, Siege Rhino coming in Pioneer because of these two cards that are just like Abzan good stuff? It very well could, you know. What is it? A uh, four mana four five. Yeah, gain it, three life. Opponent loses three life. Yep. Abzan one four five Rhino. I mean, it's not Shieldred, but it it does all right. I feel <laughs> it blocks a Shieldred. It blocks a Shieldred. It dies a Shieldred. It, <laughs> it it gets in front of a Shieldred like a lot of things and dies, which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, that was that. I guess that was my. I don't know if there's a number one, but that's up there. Um, but I've got a, more than a few to go through, so. My next one that I haven't seen a lot of people talk about is Soul Coil Viper. Three mana, two, three. Uh, you pay one and a black, tap it, sacrifice it to reanimate something. Uh, and it gets a finality counter, which is a new counter. Oh. 
And three mana for anything, I guess three mana, it stays on the board. It could get removed. And then I guess it's a fourth mana to get it. But one mana the next turn is really cheap to reanimate. Um, anything no restrictions no restrictions yeah so. typically typically something like this is like return a creature mana value three or less this is none yep. uh the 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 experimentation here with the finality counter uh did you read what finality count- counters do yes yes yeah. so i think that's a cool thing to do you know because maybe that can help push some more like cool reanimate spells that aren't so restrictive yeah you got that counter but it does say that uh if the creature would die you exile instead so if you blink it it loses the counter. It does. And then it's it's back. And then it's blinked, and then it probably does some cool ETB because that's what you probably want to do with this one anyways. You got Thassa Deep Dwelling as like a auto yeah. blink uh, thing here for something like that. If you have like re- like black, blue reanimator in Pioneer could very well be a thing mm-hmm. and stuff. Or even Esper reanimator because you got that new Unearth spell. Uh, one white return target creature with mana value three or less to the battlefield tapped. I forgot the name of it, but I yeah. know what one you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, so like yep. th- that kind of like Pioneer Reanimator. It doesn't bring back Thassa because Thassa is three and a blue, four mana, right? Yep. Okay. But yeah, I mean, Th- Th- Thassa with anything that brings back a fin- with a finality counter doesn't seem too bad because then you just kind of keep it back and you could just keep... Keep doing re- it. Yeah. Keep blinking it infinite value. Um, Next one is kind of a boring one, but it is just... It also seems not so bad. Bitter Triumph uh, is... I don't want to say the best Doomblade Pioneer's gotten. Oh, geez, this one. Okay. Uh, so, one in a black instant as an initial cost to cast the spell. Discard a card or pay three life. Destroy target creature or planeswalker. Um, all the other Doomblades, it's been non-black, non-dragon, angel, devil. Um, do something non-legendary, legendary. Infernal Grasp is two mana, destroy a creature, lose two life. Is Infernal Grasp in Pioneer? Yeah. I, hmm. Well, I guess maybe this this one hits Planeswalkers. This one hits Planeswalkers. And you can also discard a card instead of losing life, so if the life matters. Or if you want to discard a card like Greasefang turn two. Yeah. Discard yeah. Parhelion could be a play to get rid of get rid of their blocker that you don't care too much about and get Parhelion in the graveyard. Discard your big fat fatty for the snake to reanimate. <laughs> We're building a deck live on stream. <laughs> write this down, write this down. But, um, but yeah, Bitter Triumph, like, this is going to, like, shoehorn in for a lot of the, like, two-mana drop, two-mana removal spells. Um, yeah. One of my favorite two-mana removal spells, two-mana removal spells, is Baleful Mastery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is exile a creature or a planeswalker for two-mana, but your opponent draws a card if you pay for two. It's typically three and a black otherwise, and then just exiles a creature or a planeswalker. And I like that. But it always feels so bad when you give your opponent a card. I'm fine going down a card or losing three life to destroy. It's not exile, which does kind of, you know, you can't get it all. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Correct. And yeah, so there's a drawback. But, you know, three life seems like nothing to have that sort of board control. I will lightning bolt myself every day to fucking kill your big, big, to kill your Parhelion. Absolutely. Let's do this. Uh, Next one I got is Restless Men's. Um, it is the red black manland for one, a red and black. It can become a two, three red and black insect with menace. And when it attacks, you may discard a card and draw a card. If you do draw a card, um, different than hive, maybe 
better in some situations, worse in others. But the looting effect is great, and the menace is also great. Uh, rummaging effect, for sure. Or rum- rummaging, I suppose, not looting, because yeah. you have to discard first, yeah. We got Tropical Brewer saying that they pulled that at their pre-release in full art. Dude, congratulations. Yeah. I don't know. So, so when it comes to these creature lands, I don't know how I feel about these new ones. Like, I don't know. Comparing Restless Hives to uh, Hive of the Eye Tyrant, which is pretty comparable, mm-hmm. I'll take, you know, a Hive of the Eye Tyrant all day, any day kind of a thing. Really? Yeah. The Being able to... One more power is nice. It is one cheaper to activate here. I think just like with uh, the original, like the the World Wake era man lands, there are some that are going to be better than others out of these new ones. I think the only thing that make like would you know make these better, uh, arguably, is the fact that they give you one of each color. As where the AFR lands, they just only give you the one. Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking the World Wake one, not or, the but AFR even the, ones. But even like comparing the AFR to the World Wake, or yeah. even these, they both give. They give two colors. Yeah, World so Wake it's and nice. these yeah. give two colors, and I think that's like the only leg up for those compared to the AFR yeah. ones. I well, just, and because the AFR ones don't come in tapped, which on the is first two, first two, yeah. first two turns or first where, two lands. Where these ones, no matter what turn they come in, unless yeah. you have an unless clause, they come in tapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only ones I can think of are new cards, Spelunking. Is that on your list to talk about? It wasn't just because I wasn't super excited about it. I I don't know. It's kind of one of those ones where it's like, if you have this kind of deck, and I'm like, oh, I guess. I Well, that's all magic cards, but uh, I wasn't too excited about it. Fair enough. Just to quickly mention here, Spelunking, three mana, uh, draw a card, put a land into play, and then land center the battlefield untapped. And that's you know one way to make these uh, creature lands enter untapped, and then you have Amulet of Vigor, which is in uh, Modern, not Pioneer, though. Unfortunately, I don't think there's any other th- aside from like untapping effects. I don't think there's anything that says enters the battlefield untapped in Pioneer. Wasn't there a turtle a few sets ago? Are you talking about that Sultai one? I thought there was something like that where it was like lands enter untapped. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think the Sultai Turtle was a commander card there. Maybe it was a commander card. Yeah, because it's oh. Sultai 144. Yeah. Lands you control enter untapped. If it's untapped, land, if uh, he's tapped, lands enter tapped under your opponent's control. I think it's how that... I can't remember what it's fucking called. Sultai Turtle guy. You know the one. You know you, the guy. You know the one. Um, hop back to some removal with Molten Collapse. It is just a better uh, Dreadbore where you can destroy target creature or planeswalker, and if you descended, you may also destroy target non-creature, non-land permanent with mana value one or less. So if you descended, you could destroy their Mayhem Devil and also their oven, or also their treasure, or whatever they have for <laughs> non-land permanent mana value one or less. Non-land, non-creature. Yeah, when it comes to one one value in pioneer like i don't know what what artifact enchantments are you hitting there i feel like there's always treasure hanging around on boards and there's always i don't know there's not a whole lot but yeah because just saying you you can hit uh you can hit an oven i mean shadow spear that's in shadow spear yep shadow spear something you still pithing needle pithing all those cardboard targets um yeah you know you know i could see this being like an okay thing against a car car board kind of 
you could take out Karn and you know whatever he threw out there, which <clears throat> would be fun. But the real question is, if I'm not mistaken, I think like nine times out of ten, Dreadbore has been relegated to the sideboard as like a one of in like the Rakdos sack mid range decks. Is is this is this going to like make it increase those copies at all? Like, is is this Dreadbore Molten Collapse going to be main board? You think, or is it still going to be relegated to the sideboard? Sorcery speed is tough. That's the toughest thing. That's why that's what's holding this one back. We'll see. I, I'm sure there'll be one in the main board for some top eight somewhere, but will it be a permanent one? Eh, eh, we'll see. We'll see. You know what just dawned on me? Hmm. This thing wrecks spirits as well. Hit the curiosity, hmm. hit another spirit. Yes, and even if they give it hexproof, you can still hit their the curiosity. Enchant- yeah, their curiosity. That, so. that fucking thing is gone. Okay. Which feels pretty good. Yeah, I only think of that because I got slapped by... Uh, <laughs> got slapped by a fucking spirits deck the other day on on arena there man that's that's tough but uh let's get back and get lost with the card get lost which is <laughs> dude i pulled this one i was excited it is probably well it's probably the best removal in pioneer right now for two mana destroy target creature enchantment or planeswalker its controller creates two map tokens um you're giving them two pieces of cardboard that they probably won't want to use map tokens need to be activated at sorcery speed for one mana which is no fun and Um, they need to have a target and they need to have a target yep they cannot just sort of do that explorer loot not loot but potentially draw a land deal they need to have a creature on the board that goes exploring so i think get lost is gonna be like primo removal even outside of pioneer yeah like modern uh modern white decks are probably going to be running something like this like sideboard maybe for like the uh hammer decks you know to like deal with something are they gonna they don't care about dealing with something bigger necessarily because they got a fucking 11 11 that's swinging at you mm-hmm. but like i don't know any any white deck off the top of your head would be one in this mm-hmm. just instant speed creature planeswalker enchantment Mm-hmm. It's really I think good. this is it's fun too because it, normally like you think of white it's going to hit an artifact or an enchantment or a creature in a planeswalker so it's interesting to see one that has three of the four that it would normally hit yeah yeah very versatile yeah doing it all which is great with its current price of being just under three dollars i don't know i think i think three dollars is an okay point maybe to get it's in this. It'll, it'll it's go a down. good it's a good spec one it'll to go down. even get in at the three dollar range because if it becomes pretty big and pioneer and everything you know it's gonna go up mm-hmm. maybe it's, maybe only up to like a six dollar range but if you get it at three dollars and it goes up to six you've doubled it but again we are not financial experts no. We make speculations based off of the fact of we are nerds and we play magic. This card is going to be good. This kills this kills Shieldred. Kills Shieldred. Kills Dead. Shieldred. And that's the name of the game. That's and, what you got to worry about now. And I will even put the Garrett stamp of this is not a Matthew Olsen Hallbreaker horror <laughs> spec buy. Bye, you, bye, bye. You wait. You wait. Uh, my Kraken baby will do it. rise. So drops. I will I will sit and wait for the next fifty years and that card will not go up. Can we can we, can we point out the awesome arts of Whoa. The, Yeah, that the, is the I didn't even see that. That is true. 
I really like those those No oh, Crazy those. Mage. It doesn't kill children. It kills Shieldred. <laughs> it kills Shieldred. Technically, oh if God. magic prints a child creature card, it could. There is a child creature card. Wasn't there a puppet from the original, like a Pinocchio placement in the original th- uh, Eldraine set? There is also oh. a little girl out of one of the unsets. It's a half-half for power and t- toughness. That's pretty funny, half so yeah, it could in the right in the right format. It it could in the right setting. Puppet is P U P P E T, right? Yes. Okay, then there's no creature type puppet. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the next one I got is one I haven't seen talked about a lot either, but it is Chimil, the Inner Sun. C H I M I L. C H I M I L. Six mana legendary artifact. Spells you control can't be countered. At the beginning of your end step, discover five. Okay. Okay. So, this discover five is exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land card with mana value five or less. Cast it without paying its mana cost, or put it in your hand. Put the rest at the bottom in a random order. Sounds a lot like fucking cascade there. It. You know, it's fixed it's cascade. Not. Yeah, fixed in a way that it isn't on cast. It's on whether it's on the battlefield like this or a lot of them is when they enter the battlefield. Discover whatever. I- I would argue that with these creatures being ETB cascade, worse. You know, they could be. You could get some. 100% worse because of that. You could blink the fuck out of it. We were just talking about Fasa deep dwelling. Mm-hmm. Like, how great would it be? End of turn. You have Chamil and you have Fasa just blinking a fucking insert whatever discover X thing. That could be pretty fun. You know, I I like that idea. Like some Yorian blink pile, too. Oh blank file see see i don't know uh the, the the fact that spells can't be countered i don't know how important something like that is in pioneer like you got honestly there isn't a lot of counter spells right now there isn't a lot of control the control decks try to destroy what you've got or just board wipe yeah to the extent that they're only citing encounter spells like the lotus combo control deck is the only one i'm thinking that really runs like uh like dovin's veto as its counter yep uh, yep. But uh, Spear, Spears were talking about that. They got Mana Beak in there, and they got the new uh, Geist Light Snare mm-hmm. as their counter, so that would be important. But I feel you drop this against Spirits, you're kind of already kicking their ass yep. if they're unable to, to counter. counter it. Yeah, because it could be countered, but once yeah, it's this there, you can't be countered. Yeah. I don't know. Chamil is cool. The fact it's an artifact that you could cheat into play, too, mm-hmm. doesn't seem too bad. Oh, my God. Dumb, dumb Matt brain thinking here. Uh, modern grand architect uh, ha- grand architect has a an ability of tapping blue creatures to add two colorless mana and you can only use that mana to cast or activate artifact spells so you have it and two other creatures you tap for six you could cast out on like turn three when you have you know the, it's the poor man's tron i think is how it was referred to back in the day <laughs> the poor man's tron. the poor man's tron poor man's blue tron is there like a blue creature permanent spell for like Phyrexian mana? I bet not. That'd be too good. That you could tap to add to. Cast like turn one. No, yeah, no, no. no. There's Probably no not. there's no Phyrexian. They got rid of like the vast majority of the Phyrexian spells that are only one. Uh Mental Misstep is gone, Cataxian Probe is gone. We still have Dismember. Mm-hmm. There's still Gut Shot. There's still uh Apostle's Blessing, but permanent wise. I don't even know how to like search that up specifically in Scryfall to make the, the Phyrexian mana symbol, but we'll keep going because we're talking about 
Lost Caverns of Ixalan, not fucking That's, Grexians. We're getting off track. Um, Glimpse the Core is the one we sort of talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, it is the sort of find a basic forest effect. So one degree, yeah. choose one, search your library for basic forest, put it onto the battlefield, tap the shuffle, or return target cave from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Um, people, I've heard people say that they're not too excited for this one because it seems like it's already a little too late for Pioneer to really care about a two mana, find a basic forest card, put it onto the battlefield effect. I'm thinking it is a perfect time to do this because turn two, you do this. Turn three, you put down land four and either do invasion of Zenikar, that four mana battle that finds two lands, or you could do the other four mana find two uh, gates or basic lands, which is is that circuitous route is find two circuitous route yeah yeah that's or the, there's one other one that's just like find two basic lands migration path with cycling two mm-hmm. so that, imagine yeah you do fires turn three and then you have six lands oh my god and then you have seven lands the next yeah. turn and then you can do two seven mana spells on turn four which could be fun i it's a deck idea I'm thinking about throwing some stuff together along. Ignatic, Ignatic Incarnation, that's a deck that likes to ramp, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it likes to have, yeah, it sort of ramps in a in a weird way with its, if you want it to ramp, it can, because it can sack one of your dudes, find something that ramps you with its Enmanic Incarnation effect, but yeah. Okay, so you're so pretty much um, glimpse the core is probably not going to go in enigmatic incarnation. No, probably okay. Probably not. When, probably when you're talking about uh, when you're talking about uh, uh, fires of invention, that's the first deck that I can think of that runs fires of invention. Yep, that would want something like that. Yeah, there used to be an old fires deck that ran like Kenrith and what's that uh, Cavalier of Fire. Yep, and then you throw him down, him down, and some other dudes haste him up. Swing it, swing with the team. They do twenty damage on turn whatever you got them down, and it'd be like a kind of come out of nowhere sort of deal there. So, yeah. So, so two mana ramp is is important, mm-hmm. but we haven't talked about the iron the the iron craig that artifact that came yes. out last one that makes colorless. Yes, and you know colorless is good, and you know I don't know fetching compared to like artifact ramp, like two drop ramp both in pioneer at the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess you have two two drops to hit that four mana on turn three. So, and you have elves, but elves can be removed versus artifacts are less likely to be removed on, you know, game one. So yeah, yeah, hard yeah. Hard, hard to say. What um, do you got next for us, Casey? Um, trumpeting trumpeting carnosaur is a six mana four and two red trample when it enters the battlefield. Discover five. Um. It just seemed like fun value. Discovering five for six with a six mana seven six trample oh, seems pretty strong. That's not too bad. Like it's it's pretty much cycle as its second ability here. Yes. Um yeah, discard it, deals three damage to target creature planeswalker. If you have it in those early turns and feel like it's not really if you're not gonna make it to turn six. Here then. here's where you reanimate. This is one of your reanimate targets with that snake to yes. get a penalty Yeah. <laughs> This or something like Atali to pretty much do some sort of discover deal where you cast 
it's pretty much that is kind of oh, like discover God. whatever except you have to cast it or it stays in exile yeah either way either way good good fun cards i like this yeah six mana six mana seven six is definitely a beater with with trample but it can pitch itself into the graveyard i still like that idea it, j- janky as fuck beyond all belief yeah to to reanimate with a snake but turn three hit a thing turn four or no uh turn three cast a snake turn four hit a thing and then reanimate it yeah with the snake you sack the snake and bring then discover back. five into another snake that's actually not too bad <laughs> rakdos reanimate here instead <laughs> do something like that all right this next one uh blood letter of alcatraz is a one in three black flying two four if an opponent would lose life during your turn instead they lose twice as much life and then it has the reminder damage causes loss of life as well would you look at that wound reflection got a better reprint honestique wound reflection i'm not familiar basically it's the same thing except for it's an enchantment not a creature Mm. and cheaper yeah because i think wound reflections three black and three five and black oh pretty so pretty much the same thing at least the The color restraint isn't that bad, but yeah, six mana's a lot. That seems fair, though. I would argue Vito is still better. The- uh, whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. Ah. Whenever I mean, an opponent will lose life, they lose twice that much life instead. Okay, maybe I'm mistaken. Why Definitely. can't they be friends and work together? They, I mean, they would definitely work together. Turn three, Vito. Turn four, blood letter, blood letter here. Well, think about it this turn way, five, because... Gary, win. Dude, let me tell you. It's happening. So let's take a side tangent here real quick and talk about my mono black deck and explorer that I've been putting together. No, we don't have time. Side There's... tangent on side what? tangent. Dude, we're, we're at 45 minutes. Okay. And we Dude, haven't even okay. we haven't even gotten out of the the event results section. Oh man. I was thinking this one sounds crazy for even Rakdosak to deal like eight damage with a or was I thinking eight? Yeah, eight damage with a cat combo. Yeah, or six. Yeah, sack, sack. This is good. Cat too. Um, I'll run through the la- the last one. If we're gonna have one more, is Tashina's Tidebinder. Ah. Uh, flash three two, two in a blue. When it enters the battlefield, counter up to one target activated or triggered ability. If if an ability of an artifact creature or planeswalker is countered this way, that permanent loses all abilities as long as Tashina's Tidebinder remains on the battlefield. Uh, mana abilities can't be targeted because they don't really use the stack. Fuck that shit. But think think about like anything triggers, shielder triggers, planeswalker triggers, you come in, counter it, and it's essentially nothing except it's a creature with stats and as long yeah. as this is on the battlefield. Ooh, that's fun. Uh, cool things that you can do in older formats. Uh, you got liquid metal torque, and you got uh, metal metal coating. That if you make a thing an artifact that's activating an ability here, uh, like I don't know, what do you got? That's at, that you want to make an artifact, an enchantment. You're, you're making an enchantment an artifact, and you can stop an enchantment from doing a thing. But uh, so yeah, and that would be the only thing you'd have to do the liquid metal torque on is an enchantment or a land. Because you could shut down some of the man lands with that too, if yes. you can turn those in. If they are creatures, no, no, no. yeah. No. If you if you have if you have liquid metal coating, you could turn the land into yeah. an artifact. But it needs and, to have an other ability. So, like a thespian stage, 
you can counter the thespian stage and make it not anything. What anymore. I'm saying is because, because if you do man lands, you make it into an artifact, play this, you can shut down the man land portion of it. Well, yes. you can do that even, let's say your opponent is ha- attacking with Den of the Buck- Buckbear. At that point, it's a creature and a land. It has an attack trigger. You can counter that, and it loses all abilities. It won't even tap for mana afterwards. Okay, I was just about to ask. I was reading it here again and saying that it loses all abilities as long as she's out there. It yes. can't counter a mana ability, nope. but it can take away one if yep. you play it like that. Yeah. Okay, okay. What else, What also, like, uh, a Shia vo- uh, world tree or whatever from Zendikar it makes everything forests. Yavamaya Cradle of Growth? No, 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 Ashaya, the, the five mana, six, six. Yeah, Ashaya, the elemental. Oh, yeah. It's not how you spell it. Damn it. Okay, yeah. But Ashaya came out like Zendikar. It makes all creatures. Came on new Zendikar. New Zendikar, yes. Yeah. And uh, remember, you're speaking to an old man, so when you don't use the actual terms <laughs> or say Zendikar. the newer Zendikar. That's how you spell it, Matt. You're going to confuse the old man over here, and I'm going to get flashbacks or something. Yeah, the star, star, power and toughness. This one. So non-token creatures you control are forced into... I don't know. That's just a long way to to do things there. Anyway. Anyway. But yeah, fun card. I like this. It's blue counter. Maybe making Merfolk a thing, but that's a pretty... I don't know. Merfolk doesn't have a... A good enough identity in Pioneer to really have a place yet. Um, but yeah, they d- they did get a fun enchantment, deeper pilgrimage. Whenever a Merfolk becomes tapped, create a one-one blue Merfolk with hexproof. Um, probably not good enough for anything, but if anything, I could see that working with that blue-green Kumena. I think was his name, blue-green one, and he like lets you tap Merfolk for free to put counters on them or draw a card or can't be blocked. Tyrant of Orzoka. Tap another untapped merfolk. Can't be blocked. Tap three, draw a card. Tap five, put a plus one counter on each merfolk. Not bad. So maybe, but uh, maybe. Uh, Okay, so you tap a merfolk. You make this thing. You tap that because you could continuously just make him unblockable to get as many of the merfolk out, right? Uh, no, that one's for non-token. Non-token, oh, unfortunately. But if you have two of Kiora's follower, then you could. Yep. Okay. Which is, uh, that's Magic Christmas Land. Two of one permanent <laughs> of the same name, uh, probably not going to happen. But if it did, it would be cool, and then you'd have a story to tell. Won't happen for long if it does happen. Reta- retraction helix shenanigans? So you have a thing that says untap, target tap, permanent. Oh, yeah. So... You just like make the thing untap itself and make an infinite amount of one once. Now you're thinking, because yeah, if you had that, will that work? Yeah. So let's say let's say uh, I don't know. Uh, use deep root or not deep root. Use command command as a thing of like tapping itself. So you have command out. You have deep root pilgrimage. You cast retraction helix on Kumena. Does now it all depends on if retraction helix. Okay. Not to cut you short, but we need to move on. It has been 51 minutes. Oh, I can't spell tonight. Return. Oh, return target online permit to its owner's hand. What's the untap one? I thought there was an untap one. Well, Matt, you'll have to figure that out. Niv-Mizzet. You'll have to figure that one out because. So we've got some upcoming events. Like I said, 
We've got a big, big one, and then we've got a big one for us, where I don't have much more details. But other than it's happening. Something. It's happening. We've got that much. All right, so first things first, MagicCon Chicago. The next MagicCon dates have been announced. Magic players will be heading to the windy city of Chicago during February 23rd through the 25th, 2024. Currently, this is all that's been announced by MagicCon, so more info will come and be released at some point in November according to their website. So stay tuned to us, and we will get all that information out to you. Other than that, a little bit more local event coming up, hopefully next month is the idea um j-dubs and this week in mtg present this winter in mtg yeah how original right (laughs) (laughs) about as original as the first title we had right we thought long and hard for that don't make fun of us (laughs) matt thought long and hard about it he used an entire shift of driving around town collecting he also used chappy t uh jet tp chat gpt for it wasn't out at that point i mean it was but i it wasn't as popular um but i I did talk with josh on friday and we're going to look at some saturdays and sundays to see uh when we can get this event up and rolling sometime in december is the hope exciting so um we kind of announced this a little bit last week but this would be our um in place of this summer in mtg event where we teamed up and did some donations and We'll have to reach out to some of our uh, lovely sponsors and see what they can do and maybe get some raffle baskets ready for us and all that jazz, just like we had last time, so we can raise some money and get some card donations for Magic Kids. So Beautiful. We'll have to also shoot Kelly a message, and I'll do that here when we get to the news, which, hey, guess what? We're at the news. Garrett, how long did it take us to get here? 54 minutes. 84 uh, years. Arguably minus seven for the beginning. Whatever, man. started recording. So. Whatever. You know. Still 47 minutes. It's not bad. To get through, to get through the events <laughs> that we didn't even talk about. We knew. Anyway. What we were getting anyway. into. Talk of pie anyway. <laughs> uh, so let's bang out this, this news quickie. Uh, do you know the Wizards made a Discord for magic? Really? Took them this long? Uh, Wizards is working on making a space for people to gather and chat magic, like our Discord. Uh, get some news and play games on spell table, exactly like our Discord. Uh, with the chatting magic part, they do ha- some Q&As on there for the community to participate in. Uh, they did one last week, Wednesday, uh, which they announced day of and didn't really give folks time to plan for. Imagine that. Um, on the world building of the Lost Caverns of Ixalan. Hopefully, they'll give folks more on of a heads up next time. But as for the Spell Table Gaming, join our Discord. Uh, Watsy will be putting on a two-headed giant commander event. So there's that, at least. Uh, I forgot to put the date. That's Thursday, that November sucks. 30th, 3 to 5. First, you blame Watsy. Now, you're just slipping I'm over slipping. here. I'm slipping. God. Uh, now... Now to get into the bigger news with talking about cards that are uh, in limited supply and are selling for some high prices. Now, Danny, before you go on your soapbox about the reserve list, this isn't a reserve list card. I don't care about the reserve list. It is instead of one of celebration cards that are given out to Watsy employees and special lucky others. And the card that we're talking about is 
Phoenix Heart is one of these cards that was created by Richard Garfield himself. The card for a four red mana for a sorcery spell reads, Coney and Richard continue the game and play all games as partners forever. This copy comes directly from a Watsi employee's collection and is currently listed at makingmythic.com for a small investment of $50,000. There are only a few hundred estimated copies to exist on Earth, so collectors get out there and get this card now because it's definitely a hot ticket item. Okay, this is proof that red is the best color. So this card is for the marriage of Garfield and Coney and stuff. So uh, Garfield has a few more of those. There's one where he, uh, for the birth of his baby. Yep. Did he have another one for his second wife too? I don't know if he did or didn't. Because the weird thing about these celebration cards too is that they don't all get announced of what they are. So sometimes they are. They just pop up. They just pop up because, oh, they came out of nowhere. Okay. So. But. Speaking of hot, how about this heat wave we're going through right now? Oh, you guys really suck at reading the fucking <laughs> notes. It's not, not really hot. Thanks, Casey. I don't know. We're, we're, we're from the Midwest. This is actually, I was thinking it wasn't too bad the other day compared to that 30 <laughs> stuff we had the other day. In all day. honesty, uh, the afternoon was very nice. You're, I, had you're both, right. I had both windows rolled down. That's that, a heat wave. That's why, that's why right I now. made, that's why I, made, I put it in here. Anyway, someone was supposed to remind me that we live in North Dakota and we're about to hit winter. Oh, for is the it? fourth time. <clears throat> yep, we're in that nice season where you got to have the heat on in the morning just to be a little cozy. But yep. then probably you, the you AC. put a coat on in the morning, wear it outside, and then all of a sudden you just carry the coat with you in the afternoon. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, we live up here in the frigid north, so we have this thing called winter coming. And anyway. Watsi is beginning events here this December in Australia and New Zealand by playing in Friday Night Magic events. <clears throat> Sorry, something caught in my throat. And it wasn't Matt. It wasn't Matt? It wasn't Matt. Uh, but you can play in these events and earn fridge magnets and towels. That's right. You heard me correctly. Fridge magnets and towels, everybody. I just want to emphasize real quick, to those that are unaware... New Zealand and Australia, they're in their summer. Right they, they are. Yep. Opposite side <laughs> of the what, world. That's what makes sense. Also, just to backtrack a little bit, there's four Garfield Avenge cards. Ooh, what was the fourth oh. one then? So it's Proposal. Ow, Proposal. Splendid Genesis. Uh, fraternal on Exaculation, I think. And that's then Phoenix Heart. Well, Genesis and Fraternal are both baby ones. Okay. Oh, cool. Splendid Genesis was his first child, and Fraternal was second. There we go. Sick. So two child ones. Thanks, no Danny. second marriage one. Thanks, Danny. No problem. No second mar- he got a second marriage? I'm pretty sure he got married twice. Not bad. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, Garfield, that's not any defamation against you. I apologize, allegedly. For when there he allegedly <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> but it looks like in December for these events, you can earn yourself a Jace, Vivian, or Chandra magnet and or, uh, because there wasn't too much information on the Reddit post about how and these can be earned and everything. Yeah. Uh, a quick backtrack on that itself. I did try to go to the WPN website. Like, there's yep. a link there online to go to the WPN website to get information, but it did not go to that page. And the only thing I found about it was on Reddit. So yep. I don't know what's up with that. So uh, when we have more information as far as how this event works for any of our friends that play or live in Australia and New Zealand. In the land down under. We'll get it out to you. 
Um, but then you can also win this Summer of MTG towel, and it just it just says Summer of MTG on it. But then January, you can get yourself a Liliana, a Johnny, or a Green Koala magnet, and or a Summer of MTG towel with an art of piece of all of the listed characters. So Jace, Vivian, Chandra, Liliana, a Johnny, and yes, even the Green Koala on a towel where they're all just hanging out on the beach. Isn't Jace dead? He's on the no. beach. He's on the beach. He's, He's on the beach, man. So yeah, that's uh that's uh you know some fun factoids for you. There you go. Yeah. From those down blue. Casey, R- you're purple, by the way. Okay, sounds good. Riley Knight, hit us up if you get those. New season's card. Well, now that we know we are in the frigid north and we have this thing called winter, it is a great time to bring up that Wizards of the Coast Magic the Gathering holiday card is out. For X and three blue, you get an instant that reads pitch the titles of up to X holiday themed sequels to target spiel spell 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 it's spell spell typing fast that's all good that's all good uh copy that spell for each title pitched except that the copy has you may choose new targets for the copies and you may be asking what is the name of this wonderful card well dear listeners that card would be called seasons sequels the best thing here for the next card flavor text. Now showing Sword of Hearth and Home alone. <laughs> Eight Crazy Knights, Charge, uh, Holiday Incinerate, and Phyrexian Gremlins. That's pretty good. I, I feel like I botched that bit, but it's all that's good, pretty good. We, it's all that's, good. A, that's a weekly thing for us. So it happens to somebody every episode. If not all four of us. Yep. Got to chop through it. Just got to Words are hard. So the real question, if we say something like uh, Shieldry the Apocalypse, (laughs) how do we make a sequel out of that? I don't know. You got to figure it out. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Shieldry the Armageddon, where Bruce Willis goes to the moon and is drilling in the asteroid there. He doesn't act anymore, man. He barely speaks. Actually, doesn't speak at all. Well, I put a downer on everybody here. Who's Bruce Willis? All right, let's go. (laughs) You shut up, yeah. bitch. Get yeah. the hell out of yeah. here. Bruce Willis is the one that was Matt, the shut toy up soldier, read. right? Yeah. Just read the next one. The he, toy soldier in Toy Story? Yeah, yes. no, It was the one that's like, it's the actor that does get in the chopper, but he's with kids and in the red suit with the jetpack, right? Hit him, get- hit him hard. Just hit him hard in the head. I know what he's doing and he's trying to piss me off, but he's done it. He's pissed me off enough. Oh, from what? Jurassic Park. You son of a bitch. You're adding to this. You know, life goes on. <laughs> Read the fucking news. Now, after telling you about all that super hot merch that those down under can get, let me tell you about the tremendous secret lair that was just announced today. Wizards dug up some rare treasures to give us a crossover we didn't know we wanted. Tomb Raider. We also didn't need. I mean, yeah. I stand by my statement from last week. Welcome to 30,000 different variations of the game we all used to love. Magic is I now dead. I still love it. So just announced today is a Secret Lair Tomb Raider. We have 
six cards and a token that are with this. First off, Laura Croft for green, blue, red, three, four, human ranger that has first strike and reach. When Laura Croft attacks, exile up to one target legendary artifact or legendary land card from your graveyard and put a discovery counter on it. You may play a card from exile with a discovery counter on it this turn. And it has raid. At the end of combat on your turn, if you attack this turn, create a treasure token. And the next cards are like the reskins where it's like an uh, an actual magic card or an official magic card with new art in the Tomb Raider world. So we have Heart of the Explorer, which is Search for Ascanta, uh, Legendary Enchantment, Beginning of Your Upkeep, Surveil 1. There are If there are seven or more cards in your graveyard, you may transform Heart of the Explorer and it turns into the Lost Valley, which is a legendary land, has tap add blue, or you pay two blue tap. Look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a non-land, non-creature card from it. Put it in your hand, the rest at the bottom in your library in any order. Is that a dinosaur? It is a dinosaur in the Holy background shit. there. <laughs> has anybody ever played Tomb Raider here? Mm-hmm. On the old 64? Yes, sir. With well, pointy not- titties and everything? Not 64. PS. Uh, PS. Is it PS? Yeah, yeah, it was PS. I'm thinking Goldfinger as that uh, janky shooter game there. Yep. That's why I made the uh, that's why I made the spiky boob comment earlier. Spiky boob. Uh Storm of Yam Etai is Anger of the Gods. Red Red One. That's definitely getting picked up. I've literally been you. here all night. They're coming for you. I've been here all night. The police have nothing on me, I say. Nothing. Anger of the Gods, red, red, one, sorcery. It deals three damage to each creature. If a creature dealt damage this way died this turn, exile it instead. Then there's the Grim Whisper, green, green, one, which is Bovnalia, a legendary enchantment artifact. Attacking creatures you control have death touch. You pay green, one, tap, choose one, put a plus one counter on target creature. The Grim Whisper deals two damage to target creature with flying. You gain three life. Or put up to four target cards from your graveyard onto the bottom of your library in any order. Next is Toket's Spear. Uh, like I said, I had never played Tomb Raider, uh, which is a new version of Shadow Spear. For one, legendary artifact equipment. It has the ability, <laughs> a guardian of the light. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one, and has trample and lifelink. Has pay one permanent to your opponent's control, lose hexproof and indestructible till end of turn, and equip two. And then there is Kithes Sunken City, which is uh, a, a, a kid, academic ruins. Academy. Academy ruins. We all can't speak tonight. Legendary land, tap, add colorless, blue, one, tap, put an artifact from your graveyard on top of your library. And then it gives a new treasure token. So to those watching the live stream, you can see that there. Some fancy, fancy stuff with those cards. Um, and in typical secret layer fashion, these are going for $39.99 for the non-foil and $49.99 for the foil. Going live November 20th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And since we're talking about secret layer, here's a reminder that you have six days at the time of recording, Monday night the 13th, to get any of the Spooktober 2023 drops. As a reminder of what those drops are, there is the Princess Bride, the Evil Dead, and Creep Show, just to name a few. Do you think they'll do a Fast and Furious vehicles nope. thing? You don't think so? Dude, yes. They're doing that race across the plains. Like, that would be slam dunk right there. Nope. Get the Rock Johnson on a card? No. Nope. Be... No, thanks. 
Hard you guys pass. say no thanks, but Wizards is like ah. Uh, <clears throat> it's not. It's not the, Wizards. It's Hasbro. Or Hasbro. The, the Rock will say you're welcome. Shut up, Matt. We're gonna move on now to um, the final segment. Joke. People will witness me murdering you. And unfortunately, it will be recorded, so Danny can't get away with it. There are enough witnesses throughout the world. And then I will actually quickly ask you to edit the recording before you actually die, so that way we can put it out, too. Sure. I think my jokes are fabulous. You all just haters. Anyway, it's the final segment of the podcast, the weekly winner's game, where we use the article detailed from... MTG stocks of weekly winners to discuss three to four cards moving up in price and three to four cards moving down in price. Now, the fun part we have on this game is we have somebody who has not read the article gets to guess <laughs> why these cards are going up. And if they do think it's commander, they got to give us a commander that they think is making it go up. So commander is a tr- two-point question. All the other formats, you just got to give like a rough guess on like a deck that might be having it go up. And we're not going easy on you just because he's been getting better at it. So, hold on. on. Say that again. He said nothing. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Roll I, the tapes. I, I got said, proof. No. I, I've said you've gotten better. It doesn't mean you're awesome at it. Clearly, it means I'm awesome. Blind Squirrel finds a nut at least twice. I'm, how many weeks in a row have I been doing this? Uh, plenty. Anyway, boom. And I'm pretty, I got, I got my pretty nuts. sure your your scores are still average failing. We got to start keeping track of this. We do. Anyway, starting with you, Casey. <laughs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first card up on the weekly winner's article is Trap Jaw Tyrant. Now, on Friday, this card went up 100% sitting at $25.96. But... Because this article comes out on a Friday and we record on a Monday, we have to check out the new prices. So the average price, which is what people are trying to sell it for, is sitting at $22.38. Market price, which is what people are trying to buy it for, is sitting at $22.83. Foils for this card, $43.94. And European average, €9.16. All-time low for this card, $1.59 which I'm pretty sure then I need to quick look through my bulk. Mm-hmm. I might have a couple of these lying around in my white pile. I just got to say, whenever you say all-time low, I just can't but think and feel that Except I'm a little band. wait list. Right. Anyway, yeah. all-time high is $26.59. You're not and wait that list was, then, you're heavy then. And the all-time high is the Friday price. Just want, Or not the Friday price, but shortly before the Friday price. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this does have another copy. It is the pre-release copy, so it's got that date stamp on it, and that's going for $51. Nice. So now to the fun part. So for three colorless and two white, you get a dinosaur creature with Enrage. So when it is dealt damage, exile target creature and opponent controls until Trap Jaw Tyrant leaves the battlefield. It is legal in every set, every format. format every set. Every set. It's on Ravnica. Except for... It's in Innistrad. Sets that are standard and sets that are popper. Dino zombie. So in other words, uh, formats, not legal and standard, or popper. Now, Casey, can you name the format that has caused this card to go up? 
I think I can. Okay. I think. And I swear to God, if you've been cheating. I have. And you actually read the article. I'm going to get really mad. No, I haven't. I'm just really good. <laughs> I'm just a big dinosaur lover. So I do think this is Gishath. Or that new. I don't know the other dinosaur, the Velociraptor commander. But I do think it's Gishath and him. Okay. Um, I'm going to need you to lock in a final answer on the format and the commander oh. if it's a commander or the deck if it's a non-commander format. Okay, I'll say I think this is people getting into Gishath because it got reprinted. No, everyone gets precons. I'll say precon upgrade for that Velociraptor, whatever his name is. Okay. Um, Final answer. For uh, what format? Commander. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Well, you've got the format correct, and you talked yourself out of the one no. of the two. No. One of the two mentioned. Gishath and Zakama. Yep. Oh. Um, they did not mention the precon Raptors deck, but I got I had hope because you mentioned Raptors and the silver clad um definitely looks like a raptor, but it yeah. So you got half a point. Half is still a point, yeah. Half okay. a point. We're, we're sitting at half. We're on okay. the board. On the board. On the board. Now, on to number two. Court of Abol- Abolish. Yep. <laughs> Words Ambition. are hard. Ab- Abolishing the court. That's a hot topic. Yep. 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 <laughs> Ambition. Thank you. Uh, so, on Friday, this went up 36%, sitting at $4.56. Now, today, the average price is $4.70. Market price, $4.63. Foils are $4.20 because this comes out of Commander Legends, where the Pringle is real, folks. We got all this fucking food crossovers. Right. IHOP. Why haven't we got a Pringle crossover yet? They could put the whole fucking commander deck in a Pringle can. Make it super Pringle. It'll work. All right. But then European average two euro, 88 cents. Um, All time low for this was a dollar. All time high is $5.56. I want to feel weightless. (laughs) Shut up, man. It does have that wonderful borderless treatment to it. That's right, Matt. Borderless. Nothing to him. He's breaking off. Sitting at (laughs) $5.38. Now, for this two colorless and two black enchantment card, you will get the effect of when it enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. And at the beginning of your upkeep, each opponent loses three life unless they discard a card. If you're the monarch, instead, each opponent loses six life unless they discard two. Now, this card is legal in Legacy, Vintage, and Commander. But can you name that format and deck slash commander? We have no mod saying Oathbreaker 2. And Oathbreaker. You forgot. Oath- I that would have changed my answer. Okay, here's the, here's the thing. Oathbreaker is not a quote-unquote recognized format yet, according to MGG, MTG Stocks, oh, as far as legality. wrong, because fucking Wizards is right. As far as legality. MTG stocks, get on it. <laughs> Throw up those Oathbreaker numbers. Oh, geez. Um, I want to say Commander because I don't see how becoming the Monarch in some of those higher power legacy vintage formats could be relevant at four mana. 
Um, if you're trying to get me to give you a hint, it's not happening. Is you can it, talk yourself out of this. You can talk yourself into it all you want. I feel like the <clears throat> the past couple, it's been like some Doctor Who shenanigans, but that set's already come and gone. I know there was a new vampire commander precon. I don't know what it did, but maybe something with being the monarch. I'm going to need your final answers, Casey. Commander, vampire, the new vampire thing. Locking it in? Locking it in. You get a half a point again. Okay. And you okay. talk yourself out of the fucking right answer for the full point. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes, the deck that this goes into for a decent upgrade is the Masters of Evil Commander deck, which is led by Darvos Dalek Creator. So, yes, that is right. Doctor Who is still alive, baby. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. <laughs> that I that's such a household name too. It's like you hear about like in terms of famous TV things, it's like, oh, there's Seinfeld, then there's Davros Daylight Creator. And I you, you hear about it's like it's as synonymous as Sunday night football. You know, it's it's right there. I'm pretty sure he was on an episode of Seinfeld come walking in saying, Jerry, why are these lightning bolts coming around? I remember that one. Oh, man, memories. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Now. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor Manoman. A little side note here. Apparently, saying tiny, <laughs> saying tiny bones could be seen as a sexual comment in Twitch. <laughs> well, <laughs> then, Twitch, listen here. I'll give you a tiny bone. <laughs> Giggity. All right. Next card. <laughs> next card. And this is a specific printing. I can't okay. help but think of Tiny Bones just being a little penis now. <laughs> there you go. That's that's what they're getting at. It is Cursed Totem, and this is specifically the Mirage printing has gone up in price by 26%. These last two have been, like, normally it's like 100 plus on the weekly winners for the change in prices. But anyway, so as Friday, it was sitting at $7.20. Now today, average price $9.97 and market price $7.61. There are no foils of this card. So European average is $5 or 5 euros and 47 cents. This does have other printings, just to be clear, but specifically the Mirage version is going up in price. Now, other versions are uh 6th edition Modern Horizons 2. It does have a um Champions World deck. World Champions deck. Yep. And then it does have a pre-release card from uh, Modern Horizons 2. Um, but the picture that's popping up on the Modern Horizons 2 extras should normally be like that borderless one, but it's just coming up with the same card. So, MGG stocks. Yep. They got to get their stuff together. Anyway, so this particular version, the Mirage version, all-time low, 70 cents. All-time high. $40.22. And that $40.22 is as recent as February 20th, 2021. Jesus. Right? Yeah, okay. So, for two generic mana, you get an artifact that reads, activated abilities of creatures can't be activated. Now, this card is legal in Legacy, Modern, Vintage, and Commander. And I would guess that it's also legal in Oathbreaker. We'll have to double check. We'll double check. Double now, check. can you name that format and 
card yes. or deck. It's laid on the old bigger. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Scryfall. Hmm. I. I feel like it's not expensive enough to be a legacy card. I feel like those those magic players are willing to throw money at cards. And I feel like the very fact that they're willing to pay so much makes me think that this isn't there. So maybe modern? There's a modern Horizons 2 card. I feel like there's some prideful modern players who are too good for the modern Horizons 2 reprint and they're like, we're gonna buy this old one because we're cool. Because that's what, that's what you do when you're when you're feeling something. I don't know. I have no idea what modern deck you'd be into. I have no idea what it's trying to stop. But I'll go with that. You going modern? Going modern. And tell you where. Just going just somewhere. Just going modern. modern. It's in modern. Okay, half a point then because it is modern. Okay. <laughs> Um, it is going in, uh, it became modern legal, legal because of the modern horizons Two printing. Mm-hmm. So it found a home in modern sideboards, especially when you're going up against the Karn great creator decks. Mm-hmm. So, um, easily, f- uh, get it fetched out. Uh, so it can be included in green Tron, mono black decks, all that kind of stuff as a single copy. Generally, there is a secondary reason this is going up though, and it has nothing to do with formats has everything to do with word changes at Wizards of the Coast. So when Wizards announced that they would no longer be using the word totem, um, that meant that cursed totem can no longer be reprinted. Oh. So it bars a functional reprint, obviously, is what the article says. So there we go. So it's going to be cursed Umbra from now on. Something. Well, that's what it would be. Yeah. But it might not. But it's an artifact. It's not a. I thought they're just changing totem on totem armor as the mechanic. No, it seems they like said. they're changing totem totem in general. But things like totem, totem armor, they use the example. Things like totem armor are becoming umbra armor. But it's okay. still like the same. You can only have four copies of totem or yep. umbra. Okay. Yeah. So there we go. So if they change it to umbra or cursed umbra, yeah, it. Probably have some kind of oracle text where it's like, hey, this is the exact same card. Or they'll go, nope, it's a different card, different name, different price. I don't know. but You can now have eight of these. You can have eight of them, yep. Well, I mean, I have I have eight one-drop mana dork elves in a modern deck. True. Yep. Sure. So, all right, that is the end of the weekly winner's side of things. Now it's time for some cheap pickups. So, Matt, you got it up. You didn't get to play the game, so you get to do the cheap pickups today. Starting off, we got Combat <clears throat> Celebrants from Lord of the Rings Commander decks going up. Uh, thank you to the uh, Penny Stocks on the MTG Premium for pointing this one out. $5.50 uh, originally printed in Amiket. Got a reprint in the Lord of the Rings uh, Commander decks there. Next up, moving down. Sir, sir, you just said $5.50? $4.50, my bad. Numbers, yeah. are, numbers, numbers are, are hard, important. okay? Numbers are important here. Uh, Pearl Medallion, this one's important. $7.62, <clears throat> moving down the Commander Masters printing. Uh, crazy thing about this, I think just the original Tempest one had a really high price, and we were going to check an all-time high of $47. $47 for the OG Pearl Medallion there. So good to know that you can get yourself a copy sub $10. All 
almost for five. And then we have Archfiend of Despair, uh, $10.81 <clears throat> slowly moving down. This is also from Commander Masters. Uh, this one states your opponents can't gain life. In the beginning of each end step, each opponent loses life equal to the life that player lost this turn. What a house. That would go well with uh, the demon. Archfiend, uh, no, no, something. Yeah. You know the guy. Yeah, the one who just, the blood, or, blood letter. Blood letter of Asker, El- of Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Not Alcatraz. That's the prison. Oh, my <laughs> God. Hey, Danny, have you ever sat and thought to yourself, why am I here? Yes, every single time. What a setup. Hit it out of the park. Well, I was going to say something along the lines of, what the hell am I doing here? I could be looking right. up prices of cards. But you, you know what? That. You could be doing that here, too. But you we're, know what? Sometimes... It could be very cumbersome to try to look up a bunch of different prices of cards when they're moving up or down in price. That's why you listen to us each week. It's exactly. But there's also sources that are more prompt at letting you know rather than our weekly episode. I think we're pretty prompt. We are pretty pumped on a weekly basis, but not on an hourly minute-by-minute basis. Here's Garrett's number for that exact minute-by-minute basis. 705. (laughs) Get fucked. (laughs) That's uh, two, two, two numbers. Too too many numbers. <laughs> I spell fucked weird. So you just drop the two the the U and the E. Yeah, there you go. Pretty much. That's how you do it. Yep. Anyway, uh, there's this wonderful wonderful resource called MTG or not MTG. God damn it. Acronyms are hard. Okay. Get it right. Yeah, if you're gonna do the thing, like do it accurately. Jesus, sir. It's like you haven't been here in a while. Get off my dick. <laughs> I'll get on your Animar. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I will. Fuck that. Got on it plenty this weekend, if you know what I mean. miss it. So we've got this thing called TCG Sniper, and it can notify you when cards are moving up and down in price. And not just cards, product. So sealed product, things like Funko Pops, anything and everything nerd-related, you can probably get a notification on it. So if you tell them that the guys that This Week in MTG sent you, you'll get three months of their Plus membership for free which allows you to have an unlimited amount of things to notify you. But if you're like, you know what, guys, that three months after that, you know, that membership's too much. I got to watch my budget. I've got this app that tells me what memberships and subscriptions I have that I'm not using. It says I'm not using this one enough. Don't worry. You get 50. 15. I, God damn it. 15. This is the, la- this, this is the last no, three weeks. It's 15. Confirmed. It's yes. the last three okay. weeks we we've did, been doing we this. Got it back last three weeks. We've said 50 instead of 15. Yep. Listen to Danny. Danny knows what he... Danny, why aren't you doing this part? Interact. Because I make sure you guys are saying the right words. That's all you I'm could also for. just do the TCG sniper bit. No, that's... You guys have more fun with it. <laughs> I'm just so, here to make sure you're critiquing edited. And we're on fucking time? Yes. Okay. All right. So 15 notifications on product moving up or down in price. If you just don't want just their basic run-of-the-mill free membership. So that's all I got for you. TCG Sniper, check them out. Matt, hit us up with that ending. Do you guys have anything else you want to add before we go to the outro? Nope. Casey, do you just want people to chat with you about Pioneer in the Discord? Yes, talk to me about Pioneer and your decks and other decks. And if you ever want to play, you like seeing pictures of your decks as well. Show me your decks. Send pictures of them in the Discord. Casey, this is also the time for you to pitch your OnlyFans as well. (laughs) 
<laughs> my OnlyFans is unique decks. Add OnlyFans or however the OnlyFans things work. Ooh, ooh, um, you were just telling me too. The ketchup lady was your first subscriber. The ketchup or ketchup guy. Ketchup guy. Ketchup guy. Ketchup guy. Not Reed Duke. I'm pretty sure that wasn't him. It wasn't Reed Duke. And he it was Benton Manson. Too. Yep. Uh, go listen to that episode back in May for that joke oh, there. Man. I wonder how he's doing right now. I wonder what he's thinking about. Probably these. Wonder sick if Ketchup Guy like. is doing pretty well. Is all Casey thinks. It it comes up. It's like some people think of like ancient Rome a lot. I'm like, I wonder what Ketchup Guy's doing. All right, let's 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 end this podcast. All right. <laughs> Thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 209 of this week in MTG. As we wrap up another episode, we want to extend our deepest gratitude to our incredible listeners and Patreons. Your enthusiasm fuels our passion for all things Magic the Gathering, and we're honored to be a part of this vibrant community. Stay tuned for more exciting updates, discussions, and insights in the world of MTG. Until next time, may your mana be plentiful and your draws ever favorable. Keep gathering those magical moments. Congratulations, you made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much! Hard you guys pass. say no thanks, but Wizards is like ah. Uh, <clears throat> it's not. It's not the, Wizards. It's Hasbro. Or Hasbro. The, the Rock will say, "You're welcome." Shut up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs>